You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the Bulls' loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers at home. And then we're going to be cutting to a pre-recorded segment where uh, Pat was interviewed on Locked On Celtics. So we're going to need all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. But Pat, the Bulls, home Coach. opener, got dogged, walked. Like, Hey, listen, Donovan Mitchell said, me and you, as much as we talk about Donovan Mitchell and how inefficient he is, he <laughs> went so out and efficient. said, I'm about, I'm about to score 32 on 19 shots. How you guys was, like that? He was so efficient. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most efficient I've ever seen him be in his career. And, of course, it comes against us. Bro, my man's went 10 for 19. He was 8 for 9 from the free throw line, and he was 4 for 6 from the three-point line. For 32 points. Bro, bro like, that's efficient, bro. I can't even hate old buddy. Um, no, it was a bad game. That was a bad game. And I think like there's some serious storylines that you absolutely can say come out of this game. Now, the main thing for me, right, we can go through our breakdowns in depth, deep, all that stuff, right? Yeah. But the Bulls shot like it was the second of a back-to-back, except Zach Levine. <laughs> Like, that's, that's to me... Three games and four nights. Three games and four nights. That's how this game looked. I know people yeah. are going to look at us and say, you can't give them excuses, but they're human beings. Um, we can say it's beginning of the season. We can say all that. There's a lot of games. But the problem is, right, there's going to be a lot of games like that this season. And so that's the part that is a little bit of, a little bit concerning. Um, DeMar didn't really shoot too much. Vooch didn't really do too much either. Um, still gave you uh, – he gave you 16 and 4 in the game. But, I mean, DeMar basically – he got ejected. He was 3 for 9. When's the last time we saw DeMar take 9 shots? You know what I mean? Like, it looked like the second of a back-to-back. But I think – this Cleveland game is where the conversation really starts around the Chicago Bulls' power forward position moving forward. And I want to hear your breakdown of what you saw go wrong in this game, but I really want to hear, did Billy Donovan make the first decision in moving away from Patrick Williams in this Oh, game? yeah. I think when you see him move away from him, in the second quarter, and then only play eleven meaningful minutes. He got it six more at the at the back end of, uh, in garbage time. Marco, correct me if I'm wrong. That last stretch, Marco Simonovic got off the bench before Patrick Williams. Marco right? got a solid one minute. Like, I'm not. Oh, I'm not there. Okay. You know, we're not there yet. Right. But he got we're a solid there. one minute in the game. Um, but this is what <laughs> I'll say. Like I do think that like at some point you have to. You just have to realize you got to do something. And Javante hasn't played much better. He played like their their output was very similar this game. The one thing that makes it better for Javante is he made a lot of energy plays. Yeah, he made a lot of energy plays. The two blocks that he had, both steals that he had, a few of those rebounds that he, had, he just went out and and he, so if you're not but getting that's anything so impactful in 13 minutes, that's very true as well. <laughs> so um, it's like he just has to. At this point, you have to try to give your, your team the best situation. I understand Javante is coming in. He's a lot shorter. Um, but even Derrick Jones Jr., 
more effective, more energy than Patrick Williams in his time. So I do think that at this point, it's been now like Patrick Williams is going to have to fight to get a starting spot back, much less him like on the bench. He's going to have his role off the bench. But if you're looking at Derrick Jones Jr. possibly starting to get minutes before you, like I think Billy Donovan going into the game against Boston, Patrick Williams has an outside chance of starting. If I'm going to put percentages on it, I say that. It is 60-40 leaning Javante, but there's still a chance just with their their length and things that they that he may decide to give Patrick Williams another try. Yeah. But if Patrick Williams is coming off the bench against Boston, he has to make an impact. Like I said, just defensively. At this point, Pat, don't even worry about the offense. Like he is he is giving us less impact on the defensive end that he did his rookie season that's what's more concerning not the scoring it's the regression on the thing that he was he his rookie season people how many people said after playing against the bulls oh that patrick william kid is going to be good he's a great defender he's a tough defender ain't nobody saying that nowadays like for you to lose the thing that you did well your rookie season in year three that's a concern brother He's not locked down anymore, right? And I, I don't I don't think that I think that's the biggest concern to us, right? Like not that he's playing poor on the defensive end, but it's just not what we were used to seeing from Patrick Williams. We're used to seeing Patrick Williams, you try to run through Patrick Williams, Patrick Williams is like you I'm I'm bigger than you and you're not gonna go that way. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's what's missing. I mean, honestly, right? Like, so you don't think this was just second of a back to back. We're gonna give him some rest. It could because I mean he played it. it he didn't get back in any other impactful time yeah. outside of the second quarter. Yeah. Nothing in the second half was impactful. Yeah. I mean, he got back in and sit with six minutes, which the one thing that did piss me off was that you got back in in six minutes and you took three shots there. Yeah. I, I, I oh, just, now you want to shoot when it's the trash dudes? <laughs> now I, just, you wanna... <laughs> I, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I mean, like I said, I, I am giving it a, a percentage chance. I know I'm giving it more than what's, what most Bulls Nation did, but like yeah. – I, I can't I don't think it's just the rest on back to back things. I, I personally just don't see it that way, especially when you look at DeMar getting ejected, things like that. But like yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. I could completely be wrong. Like I said, I could I could be. That's just kind of where my head is right now. Yeah. No, I just I just want to know, right? I mean, what I, I think the bottom line is here, right? Like the big takeaway from this Cavs game is the Bulls just shot awfully. Yeah. Um as as we're because we do have the breakdown. Um, with me and John Corrales coming up ahead uh, where we're, we're breaking down uh, Celtics, Bulls. He gives great insight into what the Celtics can do off of the bench, and I'm breaking down kind of what the Bulls are going to be able to do. What do you see did you, from did this? Did you do us justice, though, is the question that I had. Oh, I, de- I definitely did us justice. Listen, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'll never go on any channel and trash my team unless they're just utterly trash. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, the Bulls got a shot, bro. The bench defense is going to have to step up. We got to find some scoring. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm giving us C-Red. We L-O-B, hold it down. We're L-O-B, hold it down. <laughs> I'm going Wait, are, we, are we holding that? I like that. Let's keep that in it. No. Um, when you look at this Cavaliers game and you see Zach Levine being able to come out, 9 for 17, yeah looking like he was able to move just flawlessly, effortlessly, mm-hmm. and adding in Zach, or DeMar DeRozan with the rest, Nikola Vucevic with rest, do you feel like – do you still feel better about this team coming into this game versus Boston, or does it feel like, do you write, like we're heading towards a one and three in this situation? No, I think if DeMar was DeMar, right? And it you could tell early on DeMar wasn't DeMar. I, he airballed. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when it was like – all right, this is about to be real rough unless yeah. Zach Levine about to go for 50. Yeah. Um, but I think when you talk about Zach Levine, d- did look not even listening on the injury report anymore, did look good. He moved flawlessly out there. For the people that were like, hey, the Bulls are really hiding another injury, 
I, I hope that that's gone now. That man was was in, and some of the passes he also made in the first. He hit those two shots, and then he could tell the defense was going to start zeroing in on him. He hit like this wraparound pass to. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. I don't remember who it was that. Matter of fact, was that where Demar airballed it? Rap, was that the player? I think that's the airball. I think that right, was he, he did rap, kicked it, and I was like, yeah. great, great ball movement. Oh God! <laughs> so I mean, that it, it it it. I think it it adds a lot because we know what Demar can do. Usually, he's going to have games like this, especially when you're starting the season. Everything and people forget too. As much as Demar does, NBA season. Uh, uh, is is different as far as like wearing tear on your body. So like, I I I. I'm still very high on this team. I think they have a heck of a test against Boston. They at that point we'll be playing their fourth game in five nights. No, fourth game in six nights. Six nights. So we'll see how it works out. But like the thing that concerns me mo- more in this, bro, is that, and I said this over on Central. At one point, I thought that Billy Donovan at times was going to do this mass lineup change, where it's like five in, five out. When Demar, Zach, and Vooch are off the floor, that's when the lead really started getting blown up. Yeah. Do you think that's a result more of the three games and four nights? Or do you think Billy Donovan may not be able to go with not having one of DeMar Vooch or DeMar on the floor at all times? I think that because, right, like everything's blown out of proportion because of the last game. The first yeah. two games, me and you both praised Billy Donovan's rotation. Yeah. We both praised how Billy was was coaching his team. And I, I still saw a lot of that. But I think a major change came in during the game where Billy Donovan said, I've seen enough. And I think that major change was I'm not going to. I have to figure out what the answer is outside of Patrick Williams. Yeah. I yeah. you felt it. You fe- when DJJ got in the game, I said Patrick Williams is is in trouble. Yeah. He's 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 in trouble. His spot might be gone. Yeah. And I, mean, I think DJJ is going to play some on these back to backs. I think he's going to play more on these back to back situations. For sure. Just because you want to give guys rest and stuff like that. But I mean, DJJ got out there and he gave you what uh, sixteen minutes. Mm. 16 minutes that's crazy we haven't seen Derek. we didn't see Derek jones jr in two preseason games that's that's tough bro and he got 16 minutes that's crazy that's crazy that's your coach telling you something that's, that's your coach telling you something to me definitely hey he's sending a message man and we'll see how patrick williams responds to it bro you got anything left on this last segment before we go off um, nah, man. I mean, I, I mean, I guess, l- listen, they're, they're going to hear me and John break down the game. What's your prediction going into the Celtics game? I think this is going to be a game that comes down to the wire. I'm saying that the teams are going to be separated by less than five points going into the fourth quarter. And it's going to be whoever can step up the most defensively, who can make the defensive stops in this yeah. game. And so I'm thinking, I'm sorry. Like, I don't like betting going against my team, but like just with the concern that I have right now, I'd be disingenuous to say that I that I can just see the Bulls winning outright. I do think that they can win this game, but they're going to have – Boston, it seems like they aren't going to have that beginning of the season law they had last season. Yeah. They in midseason form right now trying to prove a point. I got to give them credit. Hey, listen, they proved me wrong early, right? Like I said, yeah. I thought they would take a step back because of the coaching situation. Um, looks like I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, they came out. They're they're ready. They they got this mug underway. So for sure, um, for sure. it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be an interesting game, bro. I, I I think I can pick the Bulls just on the fact that Boston is on a three game streak, and yes, they are cooking. But sometimes you overlook teams that come in one and two early. Yeah. So I kind of feel like the Bulls can come out of this 2-2. And not a, not like Boston just plays terrible, but I think we actually can win the game with our full slate of guys on the court all playing together. Yeah. Um, 
but this is this is a tough start to your season. You needed to get those games that you should have been able to get in Washington. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, guys, next up, we're going to cut to the pre-recorded segment with uh, Pat over on Locked On Celtics. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about prize picks. We're talking about the game, uh, Boston Celtics versus the Chicago Bulls. And you can bet on that game. You can bet on that game and you can use prize picks to do so. Now, what do you love? What do we love about? Uh, I'm sorry. How does it work? Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less in their uh, in their prize picks projections, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. No competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, it includes M- M- NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's. Co- Listen, they offer bets on everything. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operating in over thirty states and Canada. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PrizePix gives you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. Celtics Bulls on Monday night. We're laughing because this is our second try at this intro, but we're going to make it sound like it's our first try. And let's talk uh, <laughs> Bulls with host of Lockdown Bulls and host of Lockdown NBA on Thursdays, Pat the Designer. Pat, I ask you again, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, basketball season's back in full effect. I'm yep. glad that uh, we don't have to talk about uh, what teams could do, that we can actually see it on the court. That may not always work out the best for every team, but hey, we're here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, look, Celtics Bulls, it's always a, it's always a fun time to, to face – the Bulls, I love, yeah. I love Chicago. Chicago is one of my favorite non-Boston cities. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be in Chicago, but the Celtics will be there. And so let's get a let's get a grip on what the Chicago Bulls are so far this season because they're one of those teams, Pat, yeah. that is kind of unsure of what they're capable of being. I know they have the injuries. I know Zach Levine just played his first game. There's no Lonzo. There's there's a the, the difference between the ceiling and the floor is is pretty wide for this team. So yeah. give the Celtics fans who haven't been watching the Bulls so far this season a, a quick synopsis of what they've been so far through three games. I mean, I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head, right? Um, you you look at their first game versus Miami, and Io DeSumo looked like, hey, maybe we – won't be that bad off without Lonzo Ball after all, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, offensively, he came out. He was aggressive, able to score the bucket, able to knock down a three ball, showing that he had worked on something in the offseason. So it made you feel good about it. And then game two, right? Game two was a little bit of a uh, up-and-down game, right? Get started off a little slow, fight, fight your way back in. DeMar DeRozan getting the job done for you down the stretch. By the way, he's still amazing. Uh, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> thought that there was a lull coming, he's still pretty good. Um, but I j- just excited about, you know, him getting out there. He has a game winning opportunity shot. Doesn't fall two minute report comes out and says he should have gotten three free throws off of the game winning opportunity. Now you're thinking, okay, we could be two and oh right now, but then you play last game, your home opener versus Cleveland, Zach Levine's first game, a back to back game, which the bulls are going to mm-hmm. see plenty of this season, unfortunately. And, uh, you get your head kicked in, in your home opener because it, it just looks like everybody played a game the night before in Washington, then flew back to Chicago, mm-hmm. right? So 
it's up, it's down. We've literally seen everything from this Bulls team here to start the season. And I mean, honestly, right, if you if you want to get the assessment of what this team is, it's literally what is the supporting cast going to be? Because in three games right now, Nikola Vucevic looks amazing. He looks like he's back. He's finally figured out what his role as a number three is. DeMar DeRozan looks like DeMar DeRozan did last season. He's still out there cooking. Zach Levine came back in his first show of action and looks like, hey, guess what, boys? I'm 100% healthy, and I'm going to prove it right here. But the biggest thing that I think everybody around the NBA will, will question on the Chicago Bulls is what is that supporting cast going to look like? And that's going to be something that's going to have to be huge when we take on the Boston Celtics uh, uh, tomorrow night or tonight. Yeah. The, 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 I think one of the keys to this game, I mean, obviously the Celtics are off to a hot start, but yeah. the Celtics bench has been doing work so far yeah. this, this season. And they've been outscoring Celtics have been winning the bench battles pretty good with, you know, Malcolm Brogdon leading the way Grant Williams coming off the bench and, and just shooting lights out. Uh, and you know, others, you just, you mix and match Noah yeah. Vonley, will come in and, 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 you know, now that Al Horford's going to play in this game, um, how does Chicago combat what the Celtics can do off the bench? Because, look, Celtics have a, a, so far starters versus starters first quarters have been fairly even, you know, yeah. and you can see DeMar and you can see uh, – let me, let me interrupt myself. Is Zach Levine going to play? Zach Levine is going to play Monday. The, the The latest news that we've got on him is he's good to go Monday. Uh, the question mark on Zach is going to be mostly this season. How many back-to-backs is he actually going to play yeah. in? Um, and the Bulls, I believe, lead the NBA in back-to-backs this year. So shout-out to you, NBA, for setting us up like that. But uh, but yeah, no, he, sh- he should be good to go Monday. You should have your full slate of starters for the Chicago Bulls. Okay, so then I, I assume – you know, DeRozan, Levine, Vooch, um, th- those those guys are going to be enough to kind of start the game as the Celtics kind of feel their way through it. Yeah, I can see this being 27-24, one way or the other. Yeah, how, yeah. how does the bench, how does the bench, you talk about the depth, how do they handle things against a pretty good Celtics bench? I think the biggest question mark with this Bulls bench is going to be the scoring side of it, right? Because when you look at this bench, the one thing that you know that they're going to provide is defense. I mean, you've got Alex Caruso coming off of the bench, somebody that you guys know, and Javante Green uh, coming off of the bench, and he is a dog defensively, and he's gotten his offensive game a little bit better this season uh, in the first three games. Nothing nothing crazy to write home about yet, but just the fact that he's showing you some offense gets you a little bit excited, and you know he just wants to jump out the gym against everybody, right? Um, and, and the bulls right now are in a little bit of a flux situation, possibly at what, what could be where Patrick Williams would play. He might be a part of this bench unit. He might be working himself out of the rotation real quick. Only played 15 minutes in last game had played 11 minutes up to the last four minutes of the game. So we really don't know where that's going to be. Javante could move to the, to the starting unit. Patrick Williams could be the starter here, right? Like there's a lot of question marks around P. Will right now, but I think with the Bulls bench, right, you're going to see Billy Donovan do what he does with every team. There's going to be a lot of staggering of the bench. He's going to uh, try to even out the minutes as much as he can, and it's the one thing that the Bulls have that I think has really shown through this season. The additions of Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond have really proven to be a great add to this Bulls team. Uh, Dragic being able to be a consistent three-point shooter, Drummond being able to go out there and give you not not just solid play, like really good center play. Like I'm looking at Andre Drummond and I'm like, he could still start 
on some teams in this NBA. And it's literally just because he can't shoot that he doesn't. Um, but he he's coming out and he's giving you uh, a really good play. And I think that's kind of going to be the focal point of this Bulls bench against the Celtics is, hey, you boys got to come out and you got to give the defense. Drummond's going to give you second chance opportunities as much as he can, but you've got to play better defensively. Um, and you got to get the shots to the fall. I think that's the one part, right, where you're, the Celtics bench can score. Like it's not it's not like uh, um, you're coming out there and you're, you're worried about the Celtic bench going through a two, three minute scoring drought like they can put the ball in the bucket. And I think that's going to be the part where the Celtics bench is probably the most ahead of the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls can combat with defense, but the problem is bringing the ball back the other way. That bench outside of the first game of the season has struggled to score a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at this bench and I'm thinking if. If it's the, the Celtics' biggest weakness right now is size. Yeah. They've they've lacked some size. Um, and and I just wonder how the Celtics are going to combat some of that. Uh I, I've been I've been sitting here like look, without Robert Williams, we're, we've been trying to go at this piecemeal. Yeah. And I, I I'm just wondering where they put a lot of trust in Luke Cornett. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> former Chicago Bull. <laughs> former Chicago Bull. And yeah, pause for laughter. I get that part. Uh, but he, he look, the Celtics trusted him. The yep. Celtics saw enough in him where they said in the offseason, no, we're we're kind of good. We're not gonna go and, and make these runs at the Andre Drummond types, the yep. Dwight Howards and, and those guys. So the uh Cornette's been out uh with the with the ankle injury and then slow working back. He got his first taste against Orlando and got dunked on and looked bad in five minutes. But I wonder if a slower guy uh, might be the matchup where they use Luke Cornett. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if the Celtics try to combat size against yeah. Andre Drummond in the second unit, or if they just say, you know what? Maybe the best thing to do against Chicago in those Andre Drummond minutes is to try to bait him into trying to do too much and saying, you know what? We're gonna throw. We're gonna throw Grant Williams out there on yeah. you, and you're gonna be like mouse in the house, and yeah. and he's strong enough. And and hey, if he scores on a couple of post ups, fine. But if he takes six or seven post ups and only yeah. scores on a couple, now the Celtics are like, yeah, we'll take that trade off because those percentages play in Boston's favor. And I just kind of wonder how you see Drummond because I feel like he can be easily baited into saying, oh, I got this matchup. Because I think he's a very high opinion of himself. Yeah. And I think you can be like, okay, he's going to see matchups that he thinks are mismatches that Boston are like, mousetrap, here's the cheese. There you go, and he's going to take it. Hey, I appreciate you guys for watching this special episode with a crossover with me and John Corrales from Locked On Celtics. But before we continue with the episode, man, I do have to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting football and with this new start of the basketball season, NBA odds, lines, whatever you need. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis of every game. And as always, BetOnline.net remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up-to-the-minute sources for every sport out there. Fastest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It's where the game starts. 
Sports. I also want to thank you guys for making Locked On your first listen every day. Now make your second listen game to game. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local anal- uh, local analysts that only Locked On can deliver. Follow game to game and Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. No, I, I think I think that's definitely something, at least through three games, right? And, and I, I'll say this, Andre Drummond has played really well for the Chicago Bulls. He's been one of their bench best bench players. He hasn't done too much very often, um, but there have been at least, I believe, twice this season where he's got the open look at the three-point shot and he's tried it. I, he said he's been working on this three-point shot for four years, so now he's finally getting the chance to unveil it. Maybe we'll it's see not, another one here against the Celtics. I don't It's know. not a July or August in the NBA <laughs> if Andre Drummond isn't releasing some sort of three-point shot. You know what I'm video. saying? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's let's get it going, man. I love it, but I think, I think the Celtics' biggest advantage towards the Chicago Bulls, even with the improvement that i've seen in uh three games of kobe white is is that guard position though off of the bench right like you guys have brogdon coming off your bench that's going to be uh, kobe white can't guard him like (laughs) as much as i've seen improvement from kobe white can't guard him and it's it's not a slight right it just it tells you how good malcolm brogdon is and so Mm -hmm. i think the bulls this is the thing that i've said about the bulls over on locked on bulls is that the Bulls have really good defenders, but the Bulls have moments where their team defense just doesn't show up together. And so it becomes a very mm-hmm. one-on-one type of defense game. And those are the moments a lot of times where teams can build up leads. And I think that's what the Bulls have to worry about most in this game because, yeah, Andre Drummond down there, he's going to be able to block some shots if, if Brogdon gets past him, right? But it's going to be, hey, are you, are you always going to be on your rotation on time? We've seen moments this season where the Bulls' rotations look like that. And then we see moments this season where it's like, who's guarding the dude in the corner for the fourth (laughs) time in a row? So the bench unit, I I think if your guard play comes out strong in that game, that will be where you more than likely can spread out a lead if there's a lead to be spread, right? Because, I mean, the NBA is a weird place, right? Like, like we, I, I was going into the Washington game, and I was like, we should win by 10. We, we lose yeah. on a game-winning shot by DeMar. Like, this could be the, – the Bulls just lost by 30. This could be a, a game that goes to double overtime because of the talent in the starting lineup. Like, I, I'm, I love these games because it's always the most unexpected game between the Celtics and the Bulls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in our history. Like our like Bulls Celtics history as a whole. It's like what the, why why yeah. did that just happen? I don't know, but it did, and it was entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the first round was the first round series where Rondo was just killing them, and the 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 secret sauce was starting Gerald Green. None of that. Those are those are actual words that are accurate. <laughs> and now that I say them in retrospect. It feels like a, just a gigantic lie. Hey, we, we we talking about the uh, we talking about the the it dominating coming back and uh, yeah, were, yeah, were yeah. We, were we up? We were up. Yeah, two zero. Two zero. I think two zero. Three zero. Was it three zero? No, it wasn't three zero. It was two zero. Maybe it was two zero. It got the three one. Two zero. Rondo got hurt. They started Rondo got Gerald hurt. Green. That was the end. They changed. <laughs> yeah, and then and the Celtics came back and 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 won that one. Oh, uh, man. some great stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, and, I, I, on the losing end for us most of the time, unfortunately. <laughs> not so great, great not as great on your end. I like uh, the 90s. I like the 90s version of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one question I ask, and I'll, I'll wrap this up and let you go. Yeah. Um, uh, one question I always ask when, I, when, I, when I'm putting my preview together on Boston Sports Journal is, 
How do the Celtics win? How do the Bulls win? If the Bulls are going to win this game, how do the Chicago Bulls beat the Boston Celtics on Monday night? Um, defense. Defensive rotations have to be on point. Uh, I, I The one thing that we do know, and I think this is the thing just about the modern NBA, and, and you can look at most teams that are kind of in the playoff hunt and say this about them, they're going to score, right? I expect Jason Tatum to be able to score. I expect – uh, Jalen Brown to be able to score, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, all those names that are scores, they're going to be able to score, right? But it comes down to those moments where it gets into crunch time. Whose defensive rotations are going to be the best? And I think that's the one thing with the Bulls where we've seen in crunch time this season in at least two or three games, right? The third game, there was no crunch time. DeMar DeRozan gets ejected. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was great. But um, that, those, are the, those are the moments you live for in a blowout, right? Just like somebody cussing a ref. Like, that's At what least I need. make it interesting. At least make yeah. it interesting. Um, but no, in, in crunch time this season, the Bulls have done a pretty good job of getting their defensive rotations together, being able to really make things tough for guys to score, um, making guys take tough shots on the at, from the three-point line, right? Like that's the method to me that causes the Chicago Bulls to be able to win a game because there's moments, I mean, even, even the Cleveland game where we just lost, Cleveland got ridiculously hot. Like, I mean, yeah. at, at one point, I think they were shooting 70% from the three-point line, right? And they were they were contested shots. Mm -hmm. If you keep a hand in somebody's face, the odds usually will play out that your average is going to be your average in those moments. And so I think the Bulls just have to make sure that they're getting contested shots because this is a Celtics team, I'm going to be honest with you. You give them open shots, and they will make you pay not only in the starting lineup, but also from the bench unit, even Luke Cornett. Yes, I said it. Even Luke Cornett, <laughs> if he's left wide open, will be able to drain the three balls. So I think uh -huh. the defense is where the Bulls find their best opportunity to win this game. And the good thing is, right, we have good defenders on this team. It's just a matter of can we get that team defense consistent. Yeah, this is a game where it's I – th I think going into the season, if, if Lonzo was healthy, it would have been – I think a, a lot more um, interesting for for the Celtics. I, I'm I'm my biggest fear for Boston is that they've won three straight. They yeah. went through this tough game against Orlando, and they they see Chicago as one and two, and they say, okay, okay, we're we're just gonna coast our way through this. We've yeah. been, you know, we're good, and and. It's tough. It's tough to win in this league, and it's tough to string four, five, six wins in a row. You don't see a lot of those win streaks yeah. around for a reason. And I, the Bulls are one of those teams where if everything goes right, they could be in that mix for I think five or six. I don't think they're in that top four, but I think five or six if everything goes right. Yeah. But if if things go wrong, the it, Bulls, like I said, a lot of variance here. And I, I just a wonder lot. how the Celtics. I think I, I wonder how the Celtics are going to handle this. I wonder how the Celtics are going to look at this Bulls team, or if they come in and they say, "All right, we we got to make sure that we come out strong." If the Celtics come out and and win the first quarter by twelve, then I feel good because the yeah. second quarters or quarters the Celtics have owned throughout preseason regular season so far, and I think can own against this Bulls bench. So I, I feel good about that lead growing. But if they if they're I also see the Celtics potentially being down. I mean, Tatum scored 104 points over three games. He's due. He's due for like an 0 for six night yeah. from from three at some point. And I just I just hope it's not against 
the Bulls because you just don't want that to happen. Um, I, 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 well, I'm the opposite. I hope that it is against us tonight because that's the one thing that that I think can happen. Right? I think Jalen Brown's so consistent. I, I love Jalen Brown, and he's just a guy who's like, listen, I'm gonna put up my 25, and we're gonna figure out how the heck the rest of this mm. works. And and for for me, right, it's just is Jason Tatum gonna be regular tonight, or is he gonna be Jason he- Tatum? Yeah, yeah. And that really is the question. I think that's the question with the Celtics season finals run as a team as a whole, right? I mean, is Jason Tatum going to be a top player in the NBA that's really, really good? Or is he going to be one of the best? And that's the difference in that team. That is a difference. And and no one's going to declare an MVP through three games, but but Tatum's playing at an MVP level through cooking right now. Yeah. You know, he's, he's it doesn't make me, doesn't make me feel good to know that uh, DeMar DeRozan's probably going to be guarding the most of the game coming in. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Pat, the designer does an amazing job at lockdown bulls also on lockdown NBA on Thursdays. So I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison, Pat hosts on Thursdays with Nick Angstead. So subscribe to both podcasts. Always listen to the other team's podcast, and you're going to have fun listening to Lockdown Bulls. Pat, the designer, man, appreciate you coming on. First time on Lockdown Celtics. I appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you for having me on, man. Appreciate you for having me on. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.